Honeys, what is going on? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hustle Honeys podcast. It is your girl, Chelsea Tans, ready to get into some major fuego. Honestly, these are becoming so much like girl talk and I'm just spitting fucking mad facts at you guys and I absolutely fucking love it to be honest with you. Um, You ever have those mornings where you drive to the gym, you feel anxious and nauseous, like you could cry and puke at the same time, and you listen to Tate McRae (laughs) your entire workout? (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, same. (laughs) I got my Spotify wrap this morning, you guys. And I think it's so funny. Honestly, I'm like a very huge person that's like, the people you listen to tell me a lot about you. Your kind of animal (laughs) tells me a lot about you. What, like, I don't know how you, I don't know. No, I'm never going to say I'm judgmental, but I do think there's certain things that people like do or listen to, etc. that just tells you a lot about a person. And So I always like to see what stage in my life I'm at, and you can always base it off of two things. You'll always know what stage I'm at in life if, (laughs) depending on how clean my house is, for one. Number two, what the fuck I'm listening to on Spotify. (laughs) Like, point blank. I am so easy to read, it's not even funny. Like, some people I feel like have their favorite artists and they just stick to it, whereas I am a little bit more, I really just go with my, how I'm feeling. Like, you know what mood I'm in based on what I'm listening to. So anyways, to get into it, I got my Spotify wrapped this morning. (laughs) Number one listen was Tate McRae. I was like, oof, you know that it has been (laughs) a minute. You know that I had a sad girl summer. You can tell that I am single as fuck. Maybe a little heart every now and then um, from this past year. (laughs) You can just tell from what I listen to. And I honestly think it's like a little comedic because I don't know why every time Tate McRae. Okay. In my defense, Tate McRae is one of my favorite artists, but she also is my go-to. If I feel like I need to cry, I'll play her music. And like, this is so funny because it won't even be like a, I don't know. I like literally use it to trigger me. (laughs) (laughs) to like get the tears out and I think that that's healthy because I do think crying is like important I think you need to get it out and sometimes my own thoughts don't do it so I need a little backup same way that you would watch Marley and me okay it's the exact same thing if you guys can watch Marley and me without crying you're wrong (laughs) like there's something wrong and if you haven't watched Marley and me go watch it cry and then tell me that I'm right because that's how that works um But anyways, I wanted to talk about something today that I feel like is a very prominent thing, not only in my life, but in just life in general. Like, I don't think I'm the only person out here. And it's so funny to me because sometimes I say things and I'm like, holy fuck, I feel like I sound crazy. I shouldn't be saying this. And then people are like, no, 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 no. Like, I do that too. And it's so (laughs) relieving to hear Number one, I was on a team meeting with all my clients this morning and I was like trying to give them advice on like how to make meal prep easier. And I mentioned that I don't turn off my rice cooker 
when it's done cooking, I literally just leave it on warm and then I just take my cups of rice out every single day until it's done. Then I quickly empty it, like the little chunk crunchy bits at the bottom. I rewash it and then I put a new batch of rice on. Like <laughs> that's just what I do. Like so my rice cooker is always plugged in and always going. So I always have warm rice ready because I'm a bodybuilder, carbs are life, I am lazy. I don't even want to say I'm a lazy, I'm just efficient. But it sounded like it's always such a smart idea for me. And then I went to suggest it to one of my clients and I was like, I don't even know if this is food safe. Like watch them get sick because I'm suggesting them leave their rice cooker, (laughs) their rice cooker on while they're like leaving the house doing day-to-day stuff because everyone has asked me and they've been like, Chelsea, is your your house not going to catch on fire? And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, that was one of the situations that that happened in. But that is like completely besides the point. I did not come on here to talk about my rice cooker and just spill my beans. But I really wanted to talk today about something that I feel like I am currently working on and something that I know a lot of people have problems with. And it's telling yourself stories. (laughs) Like quite frankly, I think we all do it. Like, let's just, like, call it what it is. We get in our own heads and we start to make up these scenarios that haven't happened, aren't going to happen, but for some reason we like to, like, catastrophize. Did I say that right? Catastrophize? (laughs) Okay, next. (laughs) My English is not working today. Somebody factory reset me. We like to, like, live in chaos. And so... We think for some reason we get this comfort. I think it's almost this. We like to picture these stories happening so that if they were to happen or if they had happened, we can feel more prepared for them when they come. Correct? Fact is, it doesn't fucking matter what you what catastrophe you daydream about. It is going to happen regardless. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't prepare yourself. You also can't stop someone from doing something. You can't stop something from happening. But yet, we sit in these stories and we allow them to, like, literally run our lives. And now, something that I think is so important about just talking about this and, like, bringing this up in conversation is a lot of people will be... Say, okay, say a lot of people will be, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in jobs, whether it's, you know, you're going to do like a a oral presentation at school or, you know, something like that. But it's very easy to think of all the things that could go wrong. And that's a part of it. Like you just start to think about all these stories specifically when things are going good. And I notice that I do this when things are going really, really good in my life. I like to sit and I like to wonder what what horrible things could come out of the woodworks. And it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It's not like, oh, I'm going bungee jumping. Like, let's worry about the fears of, you know, this is a scary thing. What if I throw up? What if I pee my pants? What if the cord comes unhooked? Like, it's not like ever logical things that could happen it's like me lying in bed and I'm like what if a swarm of snakes just came and ate me right now like that is what I'm talking about but it also is in like literal conversation where I'm like what if tomorrow all of my clients started hating me and all of a sudden everybody just quit my program and thought that I was horrible which is never going to happen like it's never going to happen because I'm the fucking goat I love my clients and I literally pour my heart and soul into them. If you are listening to this and you are one of my clients, I wish I could just kiss you on the forehead and hug you right now. But that being said, we have these stories in our heads of these things that we think are happening or could happen 
and we let ourselves make decisions based off of them. And now I think that's something that I want to get into um, is the fact that it's not just like your thoughts of being like, oh, this could happen. I'm preparing myself for the best. It's the fact that like you treat people differently. You start to fall into line of these stories and thinking like, is this fact? No, but you're treating people differently. You're showing up differently because of this story, because of this narrative that you have kept in your head. And now this is the interesting part is that a lot of people, when I start to tell them like how I got to where I got to, um, how I've grown, you know, how I've like built up um, a lot of success. Like I honestly was going to try and downplay that and I'm trying really hard not to do that. Um, I've, I've had a lot of success over these past few years, specifically these last few months, I've gone through a lot of growth um, that I've forced myself to go through. And it wasn't fun. I'm not going to say it's always fun, but it was necessary. And more than anything, what got me through it was taking inventory on my thoughts and the reality I was creating within them. And I think that was the most powerful thing to realize was that whatever fucking story I'm telling myself is what I'm going to believe. So I can sit here and play poor me and make up the worst scenarios that I would never want to live in that make me feel like shit, that make me feel stuck, that make me feel useless, that make me feel worthless and unlovable and, you know, all of these things. I could very well sit in that and just be like, hey, I'm gonna just chill here. This is my story now. Like, this is what I'm choosing to believe. But instead, what I've become so conscious at creating is when I have these kind of thoughts or these beliefs is like actually challenging them. And this is what people don't do is you don't sit with yourself long enough to think, okay, well, I'm feeling this way. My fear is that X is gonna happen, whatever that scenario might be for you. But what is actually true? And more than that, what do I want to happen? Because I think that we think that it's normal to think worst case scenario, but why aren't we thinking best case scenario? Do you know what I'm saying? Because whatever you sit in is going to manifest that reality. Straight up, I literally in my head sometimes will be like, my friend is mad at me. And so in my head, because my friend is mad at me, I start treating her different. And I like, she like, she posts on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, I need to make sure I'm commenting on all of her stuff to make sure that she like, this is not something that's actually recently happened. This is just literally what goes on in my head or has gone on in my head. And then I go, should I text her? Should I not? What if she's mad at me? Oh my God, do I know why she's mad at me? Should I try and ask her first? Should I? And you know, you're thinking all of these things of like, how, what do I need to change? What do I need? Blah, 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 blah. What about if she's just been fucking busy? Like think worse or sorry, think best case scenario instead of always trying to think about the chaos around you. Like that is honestly truth fucking bomb incoming. The reason why a lot of you live in a constant state of chaos is not only because you like it, but it's because that's what you're fucking used to. You live in fucking chaos because you let yourself stay there. There is nothing outside of you that's like, hey, you need to be constantly broke, depressed, lazy, hating your life and in drama with the people around you 24-7. And like, to be completely fucking frank with you, if you guys find yourself in this scenario, more often than not, it's because you are creating it. And that's something that I had to learn for a really long time. Like, you go through high school and you see, okay, well, what people are constantly living in a state of drama and what people are like, more peace, like, they're just like, peace and love, I'm like, chill, they don't really have a lot of drama around them, and yes, conflict will happen in life, inevitable, but it is very, very obvious 
when you have people that are walking around with constant conflict, whether it be internal, whether it be external with themselves or with other people or just with fucking anything in general. And it's because they tell themselves this story to make themselves somehow fucking feel better that the world is out to get them and that worst case scenario is going to happen and X, Y, and Z. And you're living in this victim mentality because it literally makes you feel better. And I want to dive into that because I've talked about this on TikTok once and people fucking ate it up. But it's the fact that like you are so subscribed to this struggle because being subscribed to the struggle and worst case scenario and feeling fucking poor me bad for yourself is easier It is fucking easier than pulling yourself out of it and actually taking accountability for where you are. I'm going to let that soak for a second. Because a lot of us refuse to actually take fucking accountability for what is currently going on. And sometimes imagining some delusional outside realm makes us feel better. Whether that's best case scenario, whether it's worst case scenario. But whatever you are imagining is literally what's going to come to you. And I honestly was like, I was reading, I'm all up in my manifestation era right now and not just in like the cheesy I make vision board ways and like I'm literally doing fucking rituals I'm visiting my vision every single morning like if I have a bad thought I'm not even joking on the way home from the gym today crying to create Tate McRae I thought to myself I'm like fuck I'm so stupid and I like literally as soon as the thought even was trying to make its way out of my brain I was like no you're not you're smart and you're trying your best and I see you and I love you and you're honored like I fucking appreciate you and I was like huh that's really cool that I was able to catch that and reframe that thought because the stories that we tell ourselves is what we're going to fucking believe and the craziest thing is that it's going to manifest into reality so like this is just like a point blank fucking example because obviously I'm not with anyone But if you were manifesting, say you were like so worried that someone was going to leave you, you're so worried that someone was going to cheat on you, whatever, you will begin to self-sabotage to bring that into your reality to the point where they will do that thing and then you're going to go, aha, I knew it was coming, confirmation bias, I was looking for this this whole time, when in reality it wasn't until you force that into your own reality by thinking it was going to happen in the first place. Yes, obviously, there are times where you don't think it's going to happen and it happens. That's just fucking life. But you're going to manifest these things so much more often than not if you're in that basis. And like, if I really want to get woo-woo on you guys right now and talk about vibration, you will not attract something that is not meant for you if you're not on that same vibration. So to like break it down for people who are like, okay, now she's just talking gibberish. If you are in a state of fear and depression and anger and, you know, all of those feelings, you will attract kind of situations. (laughs) It's the best way to describe it. Icky, icky, icky. That's why, like, usually when you're depressed, you're living in this constant state of chaos because you're not moving your vibration. So literally everything you're asking for is coming to you, but it's coming to you on the level that you are at. That is why I'm always like high vibe positivity. I don't fucking care what anybody says about me. We're just vibing out here, baby. I'm just reading my books, looking at the stars, 
that's why I do what I do because when I'm at a place of like happiness and gratitude and love and compassion, not only is it like amazing to be in this place, like honestly, fucking life's good. I'm not gonna lie. Fucking life is good. I'm killing it. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna downplay it. I'm killing it. My life is good. I still cry to Tate McRae sometimes, yes. But that being said, it's because I make deliberate choice and I'm accountable for making sure that I'm staying in that state of being compassionate, being loving, being grateful. And even when I slip down into scarcity of being like, I'm not enough. This isn't enough. I need more money. I need this. I need more of this. Like we all do is I'm able to sit with myself. And instead of saying, I need more, think, what are you grateful for that you have right now? Let's like take inventory here, Chels. And it's so easy in this day and age where you see people like it's like boom culture, like everyone's constantly accomplishing something and they're one upping you every single day. Like you feel like you can't get ahead. But then you're also 10 times ahead of like the million people behind you. But we never we never think about that, do we? We never think about that. And it honestly like has hit me pretty hard this last couple weeks of just like understanding where I'm at. And like if me 10 years ago, if me fucking a year, one year ago saw me now I'm not kidding you she would shit her pants and she'd be like there's no fucking way like even just the way that I think not even on like a financial physical level just like mentally too and so a lot of it and and it's still stuff I'm working on like I want to highlight that that you don't get to this point and you're not just like oh yeah I'm good I don't have any issues anymore. Nothing comes up. I have no conflict. If anything, when you're on the path of enlightenment and self-growth, I almost feel like issues come up more because you're more aware and you're like looking for them and you're like deep diving. You're like, hello, any more trauma to work through? (laughs) Anybody home? Trauma? (laughs) That's what it feels like sometimes. But I truly honestly do think that like paying attention to the story that you tell yourself or the stories that you tell yourself is the most valuable trait that you can start to pick up because it will save you from self-sabotaging some of the most amazing things in your life. And as I am saying this, I am literally battling one internally so hard today, so hard because my brain wants to be like, well, nope, you're not that important. Well, nope, nobody cares about, well, nope. And I'm literally sitting here and I'm like, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying. I know this isn't true. And I think I've talked about this before, but I've actually named the voice inside of my head um, because it makes me feel better, to be honest. It makes me feel better. Um, So I call him Benny. So if I'm ever talking about Benny on the show, you know why. Because it makes it easier for me when I have these thoughts of being like, you're not good enough. It's not me thinking that. It's Benny. It's my past trauma. It's the inner critic. It's the little bully inside of me. And we all have it. But when I name it, I'm able to be like, you know what, Benny? It's time for a timeout. I appreciate when you can call me on your shit, but right now you're just being rude. I don't appreciate it and I know it's not true. And when you're able to have that discernment with yourself to know and understand feeling from fact, that is when your life is going to change because you're not going to be hung up on all the what ifs and what might happens because you're literally just living in that present moment of like, what is true right now? What is currently in my reality that I know for a motherfucking fact is true right now. Not two months ago, not five months ago, not a year ago, not maybe in a couple weeks. Right fucking now. What is your true story? Like sit with that. What is your story? 
you create that. You write that. You get to decide what makes up whatever the fuck that story is inside. Is it that you're never doing good enough? Is it that nobody loves you? (laughs) Is it that you're never going to get anything that you want unless you're struggling? What is your story, man? Is it that you can't lose weight? Is it that you don't understand how to hit your protein goal? Like, I could go on because I call people out on the fucking, on the motherfucking daily. People go, I'm broken. I am this. I'm that. I'm like, do you want to be that? And they're like, no. I'm like, then why are you creating that story inside of yourself? And people don't understand how fucking huge this is. The second I stopped making self-deprecating comments, my life got instantly better because I was no longer feeding the narrative that I was stupid and I was dumb and I was ugly and I was unlovable and my life fucking sucks and I hate my life. And it's so funny to me because this is something that's become like comedic online that people will be like, OMG, I hate my life. And it's like, dude, you know what you're saying right now, man? Like, girls will fucking, like, joke about being guys, like, punching bags and, like, the fucking, like, side girl and all this stuff. And then they, like, get sad when they get cheated on or, like, when they see a guy and he turns out to have a girlfriend or whatever the situation is. And it's like, buddy, you're creating that. You're literally creating that. And obviously, yes, there's some circumstances where things just happen. I'm not a I'm not the guru that created the world. I can't say why all these things might happen, but what I do know for sure is that when you are more methodical on the story that you create within yourself and your life, that is when things significantly shift for the better. If you decide that you're a fucking wealthy woman, you're going to start seeing money show up in the weirdest ways. You're going to have a random raise. Maybe you're going to sell some stuff. Maybe your bill's going to, you know, be rebated by $10. So things that you don't recognize that are happening around you throughout your vibration, that is because your energy is a currency. And whatever you're thinking and believing about yourself is going to radiate that, that energy. And so when I started to honestly, like, implement this into my life, things fucking changed. And there might be some of you listening to this and you're like, she is a crazy woo-woo lady. Crazy woo-woo lady. No, this is fact. This is how it goes, straight up. So take this with what you will. Write your own motherfucking story, whatever you want it to be. I don't care if it's delusional. Let it be delusionally optimistic, whatever your story is, and wake up and you fucking believe it every single day. You tell me in six months where you are, straight up. So that being said, hopefully you can apply this advice to maybe a current situation that you are living in, maybe to friends around you. Send them this podcast if they're telling themselves story and you're sick of listening to them. But that being said, as always, I fucking appreciate every single person that listens to me babble. It does truly, truly, truly mean the entire world to me. Um, Share this podcast on your story if you have listened to it, if you're sharing it, if it added any kind of value. Um, That also is a big one for me. Number three, fucking give me a review. Give me a review. It would mean so much to me. I do seriously want to put so much more into this podcast and I have such big ideas coming for the next, you know, lifetime, let's be real. Um, But I truly, truly can't wait to blow this thing up and I appreciate every single one of my listeners. Currently, we got to 10,000 downloads um, the other week. I think it was last week or the week before and I was straight up like, this is so fucking cool. (laughs) Like 10,000 people listen to, okay, sick. Um, So that being said, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just some deep appreciation. 
I want you guys to write your own mother effing story and have the best day of your entire life. Hustle, baby. Hustle. 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 Hustle.